Hello everybody, back here at the OG Motor Show, and this time it's not someone in the artistic blend, I've got someone with the fundamentals, the most sound fundamentals in engineering I think I've ever met. She is a builder and she is just debuting, I think, her first bike here, I should say, her first proper bike, but I think she's got a co collection of more than, a, more than I can count on my fingers uh, back at her home. But anyway, I've got Ava Wolf here. Thank you so much for, one, carving out the time to talk to me, and two, persevering and, and running through a couple of podcasters before you got to me. Yeah, absolutely. It's an honor It's an honor to be here, and it's an honor to be able to talk about my bike, because this is the first complete motorcycle I've done start to finish, and I'm very proud to share it. How did it feel at the end when you put it up on the stand there and you're able to sit back and say, look, my bike's here? It hasn't felt real, because these are the people I admire most. I have adored watching them on social media. I have looked up to their work. So to be standing amongst my idols, there's no words to describe it. I'm speechless. So who are the, the builders that you've seen here today, uh, at the show that are the ones that are standing out to you, the ones that you say you look up to? I will put it that way. Well, I definitely look up to Dustin Cott. His work has always been something I aspire to. Max Hazan's creations are sheer brilliance. and Lunacy, someone might say as well with him. Brilliant stroke lunacy? Potentially, but I mean, there's there's a level of creativity in there. I'm just, I'm not capable of comprehending yet. Yeah. So. And who else? Sosa Metalworks. I've always loved his stuff. It's fantastic. I've seen, I've seen his bikes here at this show last year, and I believe the year before that at the Peterson also, and just the metalworking has always been fantastic, and that's something I'm trying to learn myself, so I always try to follow their work and... So, if we take a step back yeah. then, I mean, I know we talked off microphone before uh, for a few minutes about how your background, but I know your background isn't really one of, there's been no, like, family tradition of doing anything like this, is that correct? That's correct. Actually, the the name of my company is Grey Wolf Motors, and I did, I did not grow up in a family that was very into the mechanics, and I had one cousin, his name was Grayson Wolf who was absolutely into motorcycles. And as much as both of us were gearheads, he was more into the superbikes, the supercars. The faster, the louder, the better. Whereas I've always been more into the classics and restorations, and I love to get my hands dirty rather than being behind the wheel or having my hand on the throttle. But uh, he, he passed away in a motorcycle accident about two years ago, so I named my company after him because he was, he was always a huge supporter, and we used to argue a lot about fuel injection ratios and, you know, compression, all those. Good family discussion around yes. the, the dinner table kind of thing. Absolutely. We'd often get kicked out for yelling at each other. But. Um, and so when, so when did you move from what you were doing, I should say, and, and start this whole, the idea of getting into the motorcycle world? So I finished college early, and I just wanted to take a chance to pursue another interest for the sake of the fact I had the time and seemingly the opportunity. So I started working at an auto shop. I got into working on cars. I fell in love with Fords because fixer repair daily. It's the reason I have a job, and they are so easy to fix, typically. And from there, I got introduced to motorcycles, which are a lot lighter, a lot easier, and I can have eight in my garage and still have room to... Move around. Yeah, dance, I exactly. should say. Yeah. So motorcycles seem to be a better direction to go into. They have a lot more versatility. They're relatively cheaper to work on. And I fell in love specifically with the 70s Honda CBs, so I have three of my own right now. All project bikes, all pulled out of somebody's backyard, just covered in dirt. And 
beautiful projects or beautiful potential at least. And so what do you like so much about them then? What is it that sort of takes the boxes for you? Well, I know them best, so that makes them slightly easier for me. Also, there seems to be such a range of potential with them. There's a lot of aftermarket parts available, which means they're easier to restore or rebuild, and they have a lot of room to be manipulated, recreated, redesigned. And then, so what is it, what, bike, what is the bike that you've been working on, I should say, over these past couple of months? The bike, I've, the bike I brought to the show, my debut bike, is actually something I had never considered before. It's a 1984 Yamaha XT600. Tobacco Motorwear commissioned the build, and they provided the donor bike. It is the newest bike I have ever worked on, and I have a very little experience with Yamahas, so this motorcycle has been a learning experience from the beginning. It's a dual-sport motorcycle, so we ended up turning it into a tracker. I cut and welded the entire rear end of the frame, uh, made that custom. I fitted a seat pan to it. I pulled a tank off a 1979 XS750 triple, fitted that to the frame. And then where the aesthetics of the bike really came into play is Tobacco Motorwear has this gorgeous leather they use on as their logos on their pants and their riding jackets and their hats. They provided me with the leather, and all the coloration kind of centered around featuring that seat. So the cream color that's on the tank and the headlight bucket matches the exhaust wrap, which I think complements the brown of the seat. And then because they're also the company's known so well for their for their jeans, I wanted a little bit of blue in there, and to have it in have it in a shade and a location that doesn't conflict with if somebody were riding wearing jeans. So there's there's patches of that on the front of the tank. Yeah, I mean, I will say that the bike, the coloring on the bike, and it looks, it, it all fits so well together. Um, and I really like the tactile sense of the materi different materials that you've got there and how it all, it all works. I mean, it's a really pretty bike, and I think that all the plaudits and all the, the kind words you're getting are all very, very well deserved. I have received nothing but positive responses to it, which has been fantastic because the people who have been complimenting it, a lot of them have been builders I look up to, and people who know how far I've come because I haven't grown up around this stuff and learning to weld was a huge experience for me. Um, so aside from learning to weld, did you have any other challenges when, when pulling the bike to finishing it to getting it to what it is today? Oh, I, I absolutely had a ton of challenges. One was finding parts for this bike. It doesn't appear to be a common model in the U.S. A lot of the parts came out of Europe. Um, I made some mistakes. I had to go back and that frame I did twice. The, the first time I got the shape right, I didn't get the welding right, but on the bright side, I got a lot of practice out of this whole thing. That oil tank that I TIG welded that whole thing, that is probably the fifth one I made. And then the exhaust pipes, actually, I'm very proud of. Um, a bit of a challenge, but it ended up, ended up being a lot of fun. I had some exhaust pipe bends I had saved uh, that had been thrown away, and I figured, you know what, at the least I could practice with them. They ended up fitting so perfectly on this bike, I was able to just cut them down, and it was a lot of back and forth, pulling that exhaust on and off constantly. It, it took me, I think, a whole weekend to just get that one pipe right, but in the end it turned out pretty good, I think. And then, so, with this being your debut bike, um, what what's looking for you in the future, then? Are you looking to partner with anyone else, or who are you, part you going to partner again with Tobacco to move forward on something different, or what's you know, happening? I'd, I'd love to do another bike for tobacco. I'm not entirely sure what's in the future because this this was their idea. This They came to me with the sponsorship, and it was 
it was a wonderful opportunity and I'm immensely grateful because I think they had more faith in me than I had in myself but I want to continue building bikes I am happiest with a wrench in my hand or a welder and I love being able to make something and what has been best about this for me is to see their reaction upon completion which has been priceless yeah, I mean, they should be over the moon with it because it is an incredible build. Yeah, they've been very happy with it. And then, so, if anyone's wanting to find more details on the bike or you, where's the best place to find you uh, online, so to speak? Okay, um, I post all my all my work on Instagram. My username is MotoWolf with two Fs. And then uh, Tobacco Motorwear has been posting a lot of my work also, which has been very kind of them. And to Tobacco Motorwear Co., is their username, so they can also be found on Instagram. Well, Ava, it's been an absolute joy. Thank you so much for stepping away from your bike to talk to me today. And I wish you nothing but the best. And thanks again to all our listeners for tuning in. And, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much.